You are listening to The Business of Being Dad. Get ready as we delve into the world of fatherhood, leadership, and legacy. I'm Rob Rohde, your humble host and fellow single father, and I'm so excited you're here to join us. This podcast was intentionally designed for you, men who believe they're destined for greatness, those who never settle for excuses but instead take meaningful action, and individuals who reject the notion of being ordinary. We're here for the ones who understand that being a phenomenal leader goes hand in hand with being an exceptional father. Why? Because we believe in you. We believe you hold the power to shape your identity as a man, a father, and a leader. We believe you are the architect of your future, and you get to determine the impact and legacy you'll leave behind. So get ready to explore the depths of personal growth, strengthen family bonds, and create a legacy that resonates through time. Together, we'll rise, inspire, and change. Let's get started. Well, hello, gentlemen, and welcome back to the business of being dad. Today, we're diving into a crucial aspect of fatherhood, effective communication with our children. And this episode is all about tackling those tough talks and ensuring that the lines of communication between us and our kids remain strong. Effective communication is the lifeline of any relationship, but especially the one between a father and his children. You could think of it like the steady beat of a drum, this consistent beat that sets the rhythm of your connection with your kids. And today we're going to delve into the heart of our relationships, the conversations that hold us together and the ones that bind us closer. We'll explore not just what to say in these conversations, but how to prepare for them, the emotions that fuel them, and the courage it takes to bridge the gap between resistance and connection. So are you ready? Let's go. Again, communication is the foundation of father-child relationships. But communication is so much more than words. It's about understanding, trust, and support. So let's take a closer look at each of these three factors. And we'll start with understanding. Effective communication is the lens through which we see and comprehend our children. It's how we can learn their dreams, understand their fears, and discover their aspirations. It's like stepping into their shoes and taking a minute to walk a mile on them. And this step provides the foundation for any effective conversation. The second factor is trust. Open, honest, and authentic communication creates an environment of trust and comfort. It creates a space where our children feel safe. They feel safe expressing their thoughts and their concerns, and when we establish this safe space, our kids know that we're here to listen, we stand by them, and that we're there for them even during their most difficult moments. And then the third factor is support. Unfortunately, as men, we often try to jump right to this point first. It seems to be in our DNA as men. We go right into the fix-it mode and try to solve all of our kids' problems or jump into giving them advice, but if we don't start by really trying to understand where they're coming from, if we don't start by establishing a safe space, then our kids are much less likely to accept and embrace our guidance, and our impact is limited at this point. But if we do this in the right order, if we take the opportunity to to make sure that we know where our kids are coming from and to create a safe environment for them, then we have a much greater opportunity to make an impact in their lives. We are much more in a position to provide them with support and to guide them in a positive direction. 
And as a bonus, we gain a stronger connection with them in the process. Having said that, engaging in these difficult conversations is not easy, man. We are going to face hurdles. There's going to be obstacles. But I think it helps to acknowledge that they are there and to move past them with intention. And so one obstacle that could get in our way is the fear of their reaction. The fear of not knowing how our children might react can hold us back. We might dread their negative responses and their misunderstandings might prevent us from having the conversation in the first place. That thought of disappointing them can be paralyzing and it can hold us back as well. A second obstacle could be the emotional intensity of the conversation. Some conversations carry a tremendous amount of emotional weight. For instance, topics like divorce or loss or addiction. And approaching them might feel like we're stepping off the side of a cliff and just something that we don't want to do that we're going to avoid at every cost. And we need to find the courage and the approach in order to engage in those conversations in spite of that. And then a third obstacle could be trying to choose the right time. Sometimes identifying the right moment to initiate these discussions, especially these tough ones, can be challenging. We might feel like the timing has to be perfect, that it has to be just right. And if it's not just right, then maybe we back away and don't engage in that conversation. And then time passes and we look back and we think like, well, the timing was never right, but then we end up not having these conversations that we really need to have. Navigating these difficult conversations can often stir up anxiety, especially for us as fathers, but it's crucial that we tackle these conversations head on. Avoidance, as tempting as it can be, as tempting as it is for me, it can have some significant repercussions. It's like how a storm that brews silently can cause the most damage. Well, in this case, that damage can come in several ways, including misunderstandings and alienation. So lack of communication or lack of having these conversations can lead to the misunderstandings and emotional distance. It can create this growing gap in emotional connection between you and your kids, a gap that's difficult to bridge. It can also result in lost opportunities for growth. Avoidance robs our children of the chance to learn, grow, and make informed decisions. It's denying them the keys to unlocking a better future. It's denying them the knowledge to be able to handle difficult situations that arise. On the other hand, if we choose to tackle these conversations head on, if we willingly step into courage, then there are some practical strategies we can use that will improve our conversations. Number one, prepare. Organize your thoughts and plan what you want to say during this conversation. Taking time to prepare yourself, ensuring that you're in the right frame of mind, is important and will play a big part in helping you have a meaningful conversation. And number two, define your goal. Clearly define for yourself ahead of time what the objective of this discussion is so that you can make sure that you're staying in the right direction. So often we end up getting worked up or getting emotionally charged and start heading in a different direction. And in the end, we end up having this volatile conversation and we never really got to the point of why we wanted to bring this up in the first place. So for instance, if your goal in having a conversation is to provide 
knowledge to your kids or to help protect your kids from a situation or to ensure that they are prepared for something that could come their way, then making sure that you have clearly defined that objective to yourself ahead of time can play a big role in helping you stay on track. Number three, be honest and share your emotions. If you can be open about your feelings and thoughts and create this atmosphere of honesty and trust, then the conversation will go much more smoothly. And very similar to the previous point where you defined the goal to yourself, if you have the ability to communicate that goal to your kids, then it can help them to be able to view the conversation through that lens. And also by opening up your heart and inviting them into your emotions, it can help take down their barriers to the conversation and allow you to connect with them in a deeper way. Number four, chunk it up if necessary. If the topic is complex, break it into smaller, more manageable parts for easier discussion. We've talked about this in previous episodes. In this current environment that we are living in, the attention span of our kids is pretty short. And so the ability to have a longer conversation and for our kids to be engaged and absorb the information is pretty small. And so if this is a topic that really needs to be absorbed and it really will take a little bit of time to get through, then chunk it up, break it down into smaller pieces. Number five, engage in authentic conversation. Keep the dialogue authentic, which allows for vulnerability and a genuine understanding. Taking the time to remove the mask and show your kids a true version of yourself can be huge in connecting during these difficult conversations. The types of difficult conversations you might encounter as fathers could include discussing divorce or separation, addressing the loss of a loved one, sharing personal experiences with addiction, discussing relationships and sexual activity, exploring sexual orientation and gender identity, and addressing racism and discrimination. In these crucial conversations, we need to step into the role of educator, mentor, and listeners. It is our duty, our responsibility to provide a safe space for our children to learn and grow and to help them navigate the intricacies of life. I think it's important that we embrace the opportunity to not only shape their perspectives, but to lean into a more inclusive and compassionate view of the world. I believe it was George Bernard Shaw who said, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has actually taken place. So as we wrap up today's episode, I want to leave you with a challenge. Is there a difficult conversation you know you should be having with your kids? Perhaps it's one you've been sidestepping, one that you find uncomfortable to approach. Or maybe you're unsure about how your kids will react. Whatever it may be, I encourage you to take that initial courageous step today. Consider revisiting this episode and maybe reviewing some of the tools that we discussed. But however you choose to go about it, I want you to embrace that first step, to willingly step into vulnerability. And in doing so, you'll not only initiate action, but you'll create this deeper connection and closeness with your children. Thank you for joining us for the Business of Being Dad podcast. 
If you found value in today's episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend who could benefit from our discussions on fatherhood, leadership, and legacy. Together, let's build a community of like-minded men who embrace ownership, commit to growth, and make an impact. And now, before we go, remember, greatness is within your reach. So stay strong, stay focused, and create your legacy. I'm Rob Brody, and you've been listening to The Business of Being Dad, where fatherhood meets success. See you in the next episode.